that you are able to do exceedingly far more than we can even ask or think. Amen. Today, yes. speak to us. Amen. Minister to us. Amen. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Now, the Bible talks about the importance of relationships. Amen. And today, it is Mother's Day in the UK. The rest of the world, it's not Mother's Day, but in the UK, it is Mother's Day. And so today, I want to share something with you um, on mothers. Amen. The, te- the word mother, when, it, when we say mother, we are talking about relationships. Relationships. And the Bible says that give honor to whom honor is due. The Bible talks about giving honor to certain relationships in your life. And one such relationship is that of a word relationship relationship and um, we've taught you that God has God's word says that God's word teaches us that it's all about relationships our life is all about relationships we have horizontal relationships and vertical relations that's the relation between you and God and then the Bible says we honor the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And then it says, love your neighbor also as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. And in that term, neighbor, you will find all human relationships. All human relationships. Hallelujah. Amen. So, he says, love your neighbor as yourself. So that's your horizontal relation. And in that term, neighbor, as I'm telling you, you will find all human relations. It can even be, your neighbor can be somebody who is not of the same faith with you. Yes. But it's your neighbor. And you must still love them and have a relationship with them. And some of the relationships, whether you like it or not, it is placed, it, is, it just comes upon you. So, for instance, if you are in a workplace and there are some of you that are watching me, you are working with people who don't believe in God. But he is still your neighbor. And you must still love them. Amen. You must still love them. So, within the term neighbor, Mark chapter 11, verse, uh, Mark chapter 12, Mark chapter 12, verse 31, it says, the second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor what? As yourself. 
This is a great... This is, there is no commandment greater than this. There is no commandment what? Greater than this. Amen? There is no commandment what? Greater than this. So, loving your neighbor is a commandment. Amen. Loving your neighbor, God is saying, you must have the right relationships with the people around you. Amen. And your neighbor can be somebody who is in the same household or somebody who is not in the same household. Somebody who is of the same faith or somebody who is of the different faith. So, if it's somebody, today we are specifying on those in the same household and we are honing down even to that of mother. Because that term mother, it indicates a certain relationship. Hallelujah. Amen. It indicates what? A certain special relationship. A relationship that is in the same household. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So God wants us to honor the relationship we have with our mothers. Your mother is your neighbor. Yes. And you are commanded to have a, a certain relationship with him, with your mother. Yes. And that is why the Bible says, it says, children, obey your parents in the Lord. Which is the first commandment. He said, uh, children, obey your parents in the Lord. This is right. Obey your parents in the Lord. Yes. This is right. He says, then he breaks it down. Honor your father and your mother. So today, today is Mother's Day, so I want to talk about mothers. Amen. It is a relationship yes. that God wants honor to be in that relationship. And as I told you, when you say you are a mother, it's because of a, a, a relationship. It's not because you have given birth. It's not because you have biological children that makes you a mother. No. There is a relationship that creates whether there is motherhood or not. Yes. Because there are some of you that have mothers, biological mothers, but you don't have any relationship. So it is as if you don't have a mother. Mm. It's as if you don't have any mother. Because it is the relationship that is important, not the term. So you say you are a mother... It is the relationship that you have with your neighbor who is, who is play, no, your neighbor, can, your child is your neighbor. Yes. Even your child is your neighbor as far as God is concerned. Because you didn't make any child yes. for your information. You didn't create any child. You should see this in the right way. It's your neighbor. You see, this is what the world have taken it to another dimension whereby they have even made the child like the child is equal with the mother. But no, God says that it's your neighbor, but don't let this equal rights and human rights thing get into your head. As a child, you must have a certain relationship of obeying your parents, including your mother. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So being a mother is... 
all about relationship. Amen. It's the same thing about fathers. It's all about. So, if there is no relationship, there is no motherhood. There's no, there's no motherhood. If there's no relationship, there's no motherhood. So, it's a relationship you must nurture. It's the relationship that God sees. Not that, oh, it came from my womb. You know, there are some people who are so short-sighted. They don't listen to the word of God. When the God of God says, love your neighbor, you know, ask yourself. And so if that neighbor happens to be in a role of a child, you must nurture that. Now, what makes somebody a mother? What makes somebody a mother? A mother is somebody that tenderly nurtures another person. A mother is somebody who tenderly nurtures another person. If you are watching me online, God richly bless you. But don't remain silent. We need you to comment. We need you to like. This is not a cemetery. This is a service. You are in church. So you have to be active. So... I said, what makes you a mother? What makes you a mother is the relationship of nurturing another person. Even the Holy Ghost is a mother to us. Yes. He's a father and a mother to us. God is a father and a mother to us. Yes. Because there's a part of God that nurtures us. And that's the Holy Spirit. Amen. He nurtures us. Yes. So when you look at God very well, God is a spirit. God hasn't got any sex. So he has attributes of a, a man and he has attributes of a woman but a woman cannot be a mother not every not every woman is a mother not every woman is a mother Amen. not every woman is what a mother yes what makes you a mother is your ability to nurture so the relationship between you and another human being, whether your child yes. or not, mm-hmm. is what? Your ability mm-hmm. to nurture. Amen. That makes you a mother. Yes. And when, you, when somebody is nurturing you, you are like a child. Amen. So your responsibility is to obey yes. that person. Yes. That mother. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So the Bible says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Then He says, Honor what? Your father, your father and, and your mother, which is the first yes. commandment with a promise. The first commandment with what? A promise. Yeah. So let me give you a scripture. I said, I'm trying to give you. What makes you a mother? I'm talking about Mother's Day. What makes you a mother? It's not your giving birth. It's, it's your ability to have a relationship with your neighbor. And I say, your neighbor can even be your child. Yes. Your neighbor can even be your child. Yes. Your neighbor can be your work colleague. Yes. <coughs> so you find yourself... What? You can be nurturing another adult. Please put the meaning of the word nurturing. (coughs) 
The word nurturing. Put it on. Nature. Care for and care for and protect someone or something. Help what? Care for or protect someone. Care for or what? Protect someone. Or help or encourage the development of yeah nurturing. So to be a mother is to be somebody that is nurturing another person. It's nurturing another person. And I said the age is irrelevant. The age is what? Irrelevant. Is that relationship of somebody, I have somebody that is nurturing me. Yes. Somebody that is caring for me. Somebody that cares for me. Somebody that protects me. Amen. While I am growing. Yes. Somebody that nurtures me. That is what makes you a mother. Yeah, that's what makes you a mother. So there are some men that are also mothers. Though we are talking about, because maybe they don't have any women around them, but they have become people who are nurturing another person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 7. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 7. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter two verse seven. First Thessalonians chapter two verse seven. Uh-huh. But we were gentle among you, uh-huh. like a mother caring for her. We children. were gentle among you, Amen. like a mother caring for her little children. So I'm telling you, motherhood is defined. One of the things that defines you as a mother is that nurturing, caring ability. So whoever you are caring becomes like a child to you. And you see, whomever you are caring for, whomever you are nurturing, must relate to you like a child. He must obey you. They have also another responsibility. That they must what? Obey you. Because it is right. Yeah. If somebody is nurturing you, somebody is gently nurturing you, yes. it cannot be your co-equal. Never. God doesn't want the relationship to be like one of co-equals. No. It should be one of somebody who is a, one, is, one must be a child, child and one must be the one that is providing the care. And age is irrelevant in this matter. You can, you know, in some homes, it's unfortunate that the children have rather become the mothers. And the mother has become the child. You see, how can this be possible? It's very possible. Because there are some homes, the mothers have become, they are biological mothers, that is as far it goes. But, what is happening? They are on drugs. It's the children that have become their carers. It's the children that have become their carers. And, so don't be surprised that I'm telling you that age is irrelevant. It is, it is who is providing the care that becomes the mother. Yes. And he who is receiving the care and the nurturing is the child. Yeah. Some people say, oh, you can't even call somebody a spiritual mother. There are different kinds of mothers. Because there are different people in your life who are providing different care and nurturing to you. 
There are some, right now, maybe there's somebody that is providing a caring, nurturing, um, 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 he's providing a caring, nurturing um, uh, uh, service to you. Yes. You call this person my mentor. Mentor. But actually, he's a mother. He's mothering you, nurturing you. In your, this is this is this is a, a mother in your education, in your educational career, because he's the one that is teaching you and showing you the ways. You can have a mother in the workplace. You can have a mother. You have mother, even mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. And mother-in-laws are supposed to provide that nurture. Nurturing, caring, but nurturing and caring what? That is by what we have. Most mother-in-laws are fighting because they haven't come to understand that God is interested in the relationship, the vertical relationship that we must have with one another, including that of a mother and a child. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. I don't feel like preaching to you people because you are too quiet. Merci. So I'm just going to close. Merci, sir. I'm just going to close. Merci. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus. What's the point in being online and you are not commenting? I'm just going to close. Merci, Papa. And go and spend the time with Jesus Christ. Merci. Forgive. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, but we were gentle among you. Yes. Like a caring, a mother caring for what? Her little little children. children. Like a mother caring for her little children. Yeah. A mother... Caring for what? Her little little children. So it is the caring nature that makes you a mother. You know your husband, you must be a mother even to your husband. Amen. But what do we find? Most most wives are weakened. Because you know what? When you marry, you lose your, you know, you have left your mother. Remember what the Bible says that a man will leave his father and his mother and come and join himself to you. Because in you being a wife, a wife means that now you have become a partner, you have become a lover, you have become a friend, yes. you have become a mother. Yes. But most wives are wicked. See, most wives say because you see you have your mentality is not Christ like. So you are happy to nurture your son, you nurture your, your daughter, your, your child lives. Their socks there. It's no problem for you to pick it up. Merci. Your your husband should leave their socks. You should see the insults. Merci. Anywhere you see a good marriage, you see that the wife is not just an ordinary, like just a wife or a friend, but has also become a mother to the man. Yes. And it's also vice versa. But I'm not talking about men today. Today is Mother's Day. Yes. Today is Mother's Day. Amen. That's why I'm talking about the women. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Yeah. Genesis 2, 20. Said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and will become one flesh. So when your husband leaves to cleave to you, your husband leaves his mother. Yes. He has lost a mother, 
but he's going to gain one in the wife. Amen. He must gain one in the wife. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Are you a nurturing person to your husband? Are you nurturing? You see, this nature, this thing we are talking about nurturing, eh? it is women that are able to provide it. Yes. Very well. Yes. Yeah. You see, if you, if you have grown up under a father and a mother, you always know that their love is different. Although they love you, both of them love you unconditionally. A mother's love is different from a father's love. Yes. Because a mother has something, you know, and you see, that is why God made it generally with women. He has wired you in such a way that you can provide kindness and nurturing. You can provide kindness and nurturing. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus. Isaiah 66 verse 13. Isaiah 66 verse 13. Isaiah 66 verse 13. Isaiah 66 verse 13. As one who is mother comforted, Mm. So will I comfort you. You see, I told you that God has got both male and female, but God is a spirit. God hasn't got no sex. But he has that nature of a mother. Yes. He said, as one whom his mother what? Comforted. So a mother is somebody that comforts. Amen. You see, the way I will comfort my children is different from the way mama will comfort their children. It's different. It's different. And if you are a wife and you are going to fight against that, you are a foolish woman. You are not a wise woman. And if you are a husband and you are going to fight against the way your wife is comforting the children, you too are being a foolish man. Because it's different. You see, a mother comforts. So if you can't comfort in your relationships with other people, don't claim to be any mother. Mercy. Don't claim you are not. You see, there are some whom God has has made mothers. Yes. Not by childbirth, but by these things. They might not have their own biological children, but they comfort. They nurture. They comfort. They bring comfort. They tender. They are nursing. Tenderly caring. They show care. Yes. Yeah. You'll be surprised that there are some people who, you see, you can have a husband and a wife. But an outsider is more of a mother. A more, more of a caring person. More of somebody who gives comfort than the wife. Because the wife has got a sharp tongue. Let's see. No comfort comes from her lips. No comfort comes from her lips. So you see that the husband rather gets comfort. You see the secretary in the office giving comfort, being a mother. So very soon you see that he will be lying on her breast. And you, you will be there in the house, stiff headmistress. You know, you you are not called to be a headmistress. You are called to be a mother. It's a calling. It's a calling. Many women have lost the plot. I'm telling you the fact. Many women have lost their plot. Just giving birth doesn't make you a mother. 
Giving birth doesn't make you a mother. Giving birth is the first step because now you are responsible to nurture somebody who is totally dependent upon you. But what we but that doesn't no. To be a mother is to you can have you can be a mother without biologically giving birth. And you are still a mother. Yeah. You see a man, you'll be running to you know, although he's married, he's always calling his sister, he's always calling his mother. Because they can bring comfort and nurturing. When the wife, you should tell the wife, say, I don't want to know. Let's talk about something else. Always angry. Like a pit bull. Always angry. Always angry. Come provide comfort. But God says, as one whom his mother comforts, yes. so I will comfort you. And you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. When you have a mother, you will be comforted. Amen. But when you don't have a mother, you will not be comforted. You will not be comforted. Yeah. And please, as I told you, I said, age is not put aside age in this matter. Because it's not about age, it's about what you are providing. Yes. So a young girl can be a mother. To an old sugar daddy. Because he's providing comfort. Everybody is talking about their relationship. But you don't know what the man is getting from the girl. Mercy. That is why she is still with the girl. And you that you think that you are qualified. You are stiff necked. Too proud. Too arrogant. Maybe you're, you are beautiful. So your beauty is deceiving you. Mercy. Go and ask Queen Vashti. She lost her plot. And lost her place. She lost the plot and lost her place. Motherhood is when you are comforting somebody that makes you a mother. Amen. When you, are, you have the ability, your, your presence in... When I say comfort, I don't mean calling the person and... You know, like they are, they are mad, maybe they are, they are sad or you call them comfort. No, no, no. Comfort is your, your, the presence of... No, let me put it this way. The... Your presence in that person's life is a source of comfort. Amen. Then you are a mother. Yes. You are a mother to that person. Your presence, let me say it again. Your presence in that person's life is a source of comfort. It's a source of comfort. So, that is what the scripture says. I hope you are writing the scriptures down. Yes. Psalm 131 verse 2. Psalm 131 verse 2. Psalm 131 verse 2. Uh-huh. Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul like a wind child with his mother. Like a wind child is my soul within me. Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul like what? A wind child with his mother. Look, there is something about the woman that a man hasn't got. A man hasn't got natural breasts. Yes. A man hasn't got what? Natural, natural breasts. To fill up with milk. Mm. You see, as I'm standing here with all my children, I can never you know, describe to you what it means to breastfeed a child. I can't do that. Because no. I'm, I'm not a mother. That, that feeling of putting your breasts in a child's mouth and a child is drinking it 
and you are bonding with the child. I can't have, I don't have that. I, I can never let experience that. The closest I can get to that is when I use feeding bottle to feed them. That's the closest I can get to that. And even with that, you see that the child is mimicking nature. So the child bonds with you even with that. Yeah. The child bonds with you. And he says that like a weaned child with his mother. So motherhood includes your ability to feed somebody and then wean that person off you. When you, when you. when you do your motherhood work well, yes, your children will be weaned. Amen. That is why it is so much, it's so much disturbing. When you are under a mother, a good mother, okay, let me take the spiritual mother. I mean, okay, physically, if your mother, after six months, is not introducing you to solid food, there's a problem. Mm. There's a problem. One year, you are still eating um, porridge. Nice. You are not eating from the family pot. Two years, you are still not, still not eating from the family pot. There's a problem. Even when you go to the, in UK, when you go to um, these things that they have with their children, these assessments they have, these um, timeline assessments, they ask you, it is, you know, is she eating from the family pot? Is she, if it's a girl, so is she eating from the family pot? By this age, she must be eating from the family pot. If you are not doing your mother work well to win this child, you see that at age four, this child is still drinking from bottles. Mercy. Still coming back from school to come and suck your breast milk. When you put food down, they don't want to eat it. Motherhood is you raising someone and winning them off. So you can't say you are a mother until you can prove this is somebody I have raised 21 years. Look, he's now eating. He's now, I have winned them off me. And now they have become independent. Of course, some of the children are different. Some of the children, you know, they, they, their growth rates are different. Not every child will grow at, a, at the same rate. Yes. But every good mother is able to win the child. Yeah. So that a child is able to eat. When you say somebody is weaned, it means this child is now eating from the family pot. And nothing comes for breast milk. Nothing comes for any, any, any other thing. It's just the family food. So spiritual mothers... If you are, if you are, no, if you are a, a spiritual mother, you see that your duty is also to wean your spiritual children from things that occupy them. The baby is canal Christian way. Some of the children, I'm telling you, it can take 15 years for you to wean them because they, they are so stubborn, so stubborn. We shouldn't be so. So stubborn. Mothers raise you and win you, breastfeed you and win you. There are some people, we have, we have mothers in sin. Yeah. So, for instance, somebody that is nurturing you and coaching you, you know what the term they use in the UK? They call it, um, oh, what's this term? Um, you know this term, this term that they used to, um, somebody should type it from, this term that they used to um, describe 
like pedophiles who, aha, uh-huh, yes, I've, I've remembered, grooming. Grooming. Yeah. You groom them, somebody, you know, you groom somebody in prostitution. Mess. Until you can now win them off you and they can now sleep with men. They know the ins and outs. They know the tricks. They know everything. So you can have a mother in sin. Somebody that is nurturing you. And some of you, you don't know by your friend. is the same age with you. But has become a mother in sin. Because this friend now is teaching you to the point where that it is winning you of God. He's winning you of God. And now, you are becoming independent of the things of God, of your church. And, and now, you, you know, you, money is what you are chasing. Yeah. So, there, you know, your first, your first boyfriend, maybe it was a mother in, in sin that introduced you to that boy. And... That mother in sin was being a, like a betweener between the two of you. Yeah. Mother in sin. Somebody that nurtured you into sin. You never used to drink before, but she was the one that gave you your first glass to drink and encouraged you until now. You know, the first time you took in, you were coughing. <laughs> but now, when they give you, you take the bottle itself and put it on your head bong, 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 and drink it. But now you have been weaned off. This mother in sin, and you are now expert sinner. So, what makes one a mother? Your ability to calm and quieting souls. To calm and quieting souls. Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul. Like... So when you have the ability to calm people down, yes. to quieten them, yes. and win them, and, you know, like a wind child with his mother, you become calm. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So there is something about a mother, that relationship, breastfeeding, and then weaning the person off. It's powerful. Yes. It's powerful. Yes. I pray to that to God. Amen. That you will be this kind of mother. Amen. Look, God brings different people into our lives. Yes. And all some people are waiting for or looking for the relationship that God really wants you to have is that you must just nurture this person, be patient with this person. Amen. You know. Just provide tender, tender love. Provide comfort and rest. Yes. Provide security. That's all. It might not be your biological child, but God has brought this relationship about for you to be a mother. God has brought you to be a mother. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. There are some of you, you know, you know let, me, let, me, let me use Mama as an example. You know, there are some people whom God brought into her life and did not recognize that the relationship I must have with this person 
This horizontal relationship, it must be mother and child. So, so they missed out from a lot of nurturing and caring that they could have had. They just treated her as, oh, he's a colleague, he's a friend, he's a schoolmate, he's this, he's that, he's that. Even if you're a schoolmate and she's doing a Facebook program, the moment you start relating to her as a colleague, that is all you get. You will not get anything else. All this I mentioned is nurturing, is caring, is comfort. You won't get anything. You won't get anything. Oh, yes, you won't get anything. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So there are some people God will bring into your life. And you too, there are some people God will bring into your life that you must recognize. How should I relate with this person? Because I told you, life is all about relationship. Getting the relationship right will determine your success in life. If somebody God has brought into your life to be a mother, you want to relate to them as a friend. You will not obey them. And some of you, that is not what you are saying. You can be calling somebody mama, mama, but your action is showing that, no, you are my colleague. Mercy. Because children also have a responsibility to obey their mothers. And this is right. That's what the Bible says. This is the, the term the Bible uses. This is right. It's a commandment. You don't have a choice, really. But you are now relating to this person like you are relating to a friend. You are relating to somebody, you know, somebody that can provide nourishment, nurturing, comfort to you. you. You want to relate to that person like an equal. It will not work. It won't work. It won't work. You can be older than this person. It doesn't matter. You can be younger than this. It doesn't matter. I told you, age is not relevant. It's the, it's the service that's being provided that matters. So, I pray that God will open your eyes so that you see the various mothers God has brought into your life up to now. Amen. So that you don't miss your opportunity. Amen. You don't what? Miss your opportunity. That's why some people, I laugh at them. You say, oh, as for the pastor, as for papa, but as for mama, don't talk like that. Even not if I catch you in my presence talking like that, that is it. I write you off straight away. Because there are some things that me as a man, I can't provide. But she can do it for you. Oh yes. yes. Because a mother is different from a father. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Yeah. So, for instance, you are a schoolmate and you say, oh, you know, you, uh, you know, I'm using Mama as an example. You know Mama, you are in the same school and now you are going to call her by her school name. No, no, no. You, you see, God is bringing a relationship that you must see what I must do. I must quickly connect. May, may my eyes, you, you say, God, open my eyes so that, you say, no, now it's not this person I knew in the school anymore. It's not this person I knew when I was growing up anymore. This relationship now must be one that I must receive nurturing. Comfort, care, advice. This is what mothers do. Mothers who to wean you off, you know, like a spiritual mother, for instance, he must wean you off. Canality. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. First Samuel twenty two to twenty four. 
1 Samuel 22 to 24. 1 Samuel 22 to 24. 1 Samuel 1, 22 24. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope I'm talking to somebody. Yes. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 22. Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, after the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord. Yes, this is what mothers do. They will win you of sin, they will win you of weakness, and present you to the Lord. If you are a mother to your husband, when, you, when, when, when a man marries a good wife, in a wife he has gotten a mother. Amen. And this woman will win the man off. Certain things. Yes. And the man will become a better Christian. A better person. Amen. But when. That is why the Bible says that when you, when you marry a wife. You have gotten favor. You never understood it. But I am showing you that mystery now. Because in a wife is a mother. In a wife is a friend. In a wife is a sexual partner. In a wife is a lover. All these things are, are in a wife. But when you get a wife. A good wife. You, you receive favor. Your life will increase. When you, receive some, when you have somebody who is not a mother, he might, be, he might be a good sexual partner, he might be a friend, he might be whatever, all the other areas, but if he's lacking in the area of being a mother to you, you wither. You wither. You will be like somebody that, you see, you see such husbands, you can see that they lack care. They lack care. They are in the house, but they are feeding themselves. When a mother should be feeding them. Mercy. They are in the house. Nobody cares whether they are eating or not. Nobody cares. Because he hasn't got a mother for a wife. Yeah. You know, they are saying that men almost, they say men marry women who are like their mothers. Why is it so? Because we are looking for mothers. Yes. We need nurturing. Yeah. Please, don't think that I'm being biased. It is Mother's Day, so I'm talking about mothers. When it's Father's Day, I'll talk about fathers. Amen. Yeah. But show me a man whose wife has not become also a mother to that wife. And I'll show you a man who is always neglected, who, who dresses... Anyhow, you see that there's no coordination because no, 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 you see, you see mothers, when they are, when children are dressing, put this on. No, you wear the jeans and you wear this. Do this. And, you know, now you, you are supposed to be a mother also. But if a man lacks that, you can see even in your dressing, in your appearance, in the food, you are always buying outside food because there's no mother in the house. There's no mother in the house. Forget about what the world is saying. No. And come back to the word of God. Woman, come back to the word of God. Because one day you give an account of all these things. Man. Hannah said, I will win him and present him before the Lord. Yes. He will live there always. A good mother makes sure that the person you are mothering gets to know God. So wife, when your husband wants to do something for the church 
and you are preventing that man, you are not a good wife. You are not being a good mother. You are not doing what Hannah did. There are some women, they don't want their husbands to do anything for the church. But a good woman, a good wife is also a mother figure. Because it provides, when I say mother, I'm not talking about biological. I'm talking about what you provide. And a mother is supposed, supposed to provide comfort. We, you know, a mother is supposed to win their children so that their children will become better off. So this case is saying Hannah stayed at home and nursed. That is another term. Nest her son until she had weaned him and then he presented him to the Lord. When your wife is a good wife and is also providing that mothering nature to you, you will find yourself doing more for God. Amen. So check your marriages right now. Is your husband going down when it comes to the things of God or is rising? Then you know who, what kind of mother you are. Amen. You will know. Check yourself right now. Check yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke 2 verse 19. Luke 2 verse 19. Luke 2 verse 19. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. But Mary kept all these things and what? Treasured them in her house. Yeah. You must treasure the relationship. It might not be there forever. Because children, you know, that, it can go. The children are supposed to go anyways. So a good mother treasures the moments they have with their children. Number two. Let me give you another point. What makes you a mother? Mothers recognize their children are great gifts and reward from God. Yeah. Genesis chapter 4 verse 1. Eve said. Genesis chapter 4 verse 1. Genesis chapter 4 verse 1. Uh-huh. Now Adam had sexual relationship, relations with her wife. Uh-huh. Eve and she became pregnant. When she gave birth to Cain, she said, with the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Yeah. With the help of God, I have what? Produced. Every time a woman becomes pregnant, it's because God is involved. Eh? It's because God is involved. And what makes somebody a mother? Their ability. See, when you're a mother, you have the ability to recognize that this relationship is special. See, that is why you see mothers have special, you know, especially mothers and sons. There is a special relationship. You must recognize. Yes. You must recognize that with the Lord's help, yes. God has helped you to, you are having an experience Amen. that is special. Amen. You are having an experience that is special. Psalm 113 verse 9. It is imperative that you recognize, you know, what makes you a mother. Your ability to recognize this. Look, even your own biological children. Recognize that they are gifts. They are your neighbors who are going to grow up and leave you. It's a special relationship. 
even the Lord Jesus Christ, you recognize it. Read it for me. Psalm 113 verse 9. He maketh the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. Behold, yes, praise And then read, read this one for me. Psalm 1, 127 verse 3. Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is wrought. So you can have you can have physical children by your physical womb and spiritual children also with a spiritual womb. When you start providing these sort of things to another person, irrespective of their age, that means your spiritual womb, you have given birth. And you are providing motherly service. Mother, you are a mother. Psalm 127. Verse 3. Uh-huh. Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. What makes somebody a mother? Mothers are willing people and are faithful people who are going to discipline their children. That relationship that you have with that person. You must bring discipline into it. Yes. There are some of you, you are willing to receive the discipline of a biological mother. But now you don't want to receive the discipline of a spiritual mother. You, you, you won't receive discipline. Mothers provide discipline. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Read it for me. Proverbs 29, verse 15. Proverbs 29, verse 15. Mm-hmm. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself. A child left to himself. Bringeth his mother. He bringeth shame to his mother. Bringeth his mother what? To shame. To shame. A child left to himself. You bring the mother. It is the mother that is supposed to provide the nurturing, the caring, the comfort, the discipline. The discipline. Otherwise, they will bring your name to shame. Please, I'm not saying that men are not going to be involved though. But we are talking that. Because there are some women, everything, go to your father. Everything, go to your father. And it's not right. You must discipline. It is, it is motherhood. Yeah. It's motherhood. And I want to add this. Don't pick favorites. Don't show partiality among the people whom, if you are, if, if you are providing, a, a, you know, like you are a mother to somebody or to children, don't pick favorites. It's not good. <coughs> it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Don't pick favorites. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't pick favorites. To show partiality is not good. It's not good. So don't pick favorites. You might have your favorite, but don't let others know that this is my favorite. Because you create jealousy. You see, you are creating... I told you life is all about relationships. So these relationships that are in your own household, you are, you are causing trouble. A lot of mothers, very cantankerous, 
very some way. So the children have grown up with hatred for each other because of how you were treating one over the other. If you don't know, whenever you start showing partiality, you are moving away from your motherly a mother. You, you know, observe a mother chick, a mother hen, and you see what I'm talking about. They don't show partiality. If you are wrong, they don't show a partiality. Covers all of them the same. That's everything the same. So discipline. You one child does something, you discipline this one this way. But when this one does that, oh, it's okay. Your children will grow up, and the relationships that God said you should have horizontal relations that must be correct. You see that it will all be cantankerous, fighting, jealousy, accusations. And there are some people, because of the way they were treated in their childhood, up to today, they can't forgive. So when we were children, you used to eat the chicken leg, and me, they didn't give me anything. Up to today, that thing is paining them. It's paining them. A godly mother doesn't do that. A godly mother doesn't do that. Thank God for godly mothers. Thank God for godly mothers. So today, as we are celebrating Mother's Day, I want you to know that that role of motherhood is a special calling. And when you find yourself nurturing somebody, Comforting somebody. Yes. Doing all the things that we've talked about. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. As I bring my message to an end. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. When I call to remembrance... The genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And look, I am persuaded. Look at godly mothers here. The result of having godly mothers and we call it grandmother. It's a form of mother. When you're a grandmother, you're a kind of mother. Although you didn't biologically give birth to the child, yes. you have an influence in instructing the child, being in the child's life. Yes. There are some of you, you don't want your parents to have anything to do with your children. And sometimes, I can't blame you because some of the grandmothers are devils. You allow them, they will destroy your child. So sometimes I don't blame them. But ideally, when you have a godly grandmother, let the child be influenced by, by, by a godly grandmother. Amen. Timothy is as a result of a godly grandmother and a mother. The mother Louis and the mother is called Eunice. Yes. And the grandmother was called Louis. No. And look at it. Mother, grandmother. What were they doing to Timothy? Instructing Timothy, providing comfort for Timothy, nurturing Timothy, you know, they, they wind Timothy off worldliness and introduce him into the things of God. And this man became a powerful pastor. That is what motherhood does to the person who is supposed So when you grow up without a mother, when motherhood is absent in your life, it can have an effect on you. But you see, God is always merciful. Where one mother dropped the ball, God will bring you another mother to take over. Amen. And sometimes, as I told you, the mother can even be a man. 
It's the service they are providing. It's what they are giving to you that determines whether they are a mother to you or a father to you or both father and mother to you. It's the service they are providing. So, there are different, different kinds of mothers which we must be exposed to. In the church now, we should have grandmothers of faith and have mothers of faith. But the sad thing is that we have grandmothers who are wearing mini skirts and showing their, their varicose veins. Mercy. Disgusting things. That's what they want to show. Not to be examples to the children. May God have mercy on us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I want us to read this last scripture, First Corinthians seven fourteen. So we talk about when you provide discipline, when you instruct, when you are able to recognize great gifts. You see, that's one of the key things. A mother should be able to recognize this. Mothers are able to recognize gifts. Recognize. For the unbelieving husband is satisfied by the wife and the unbelieving wife is satisfied by the husband. Otherwise, your children will be unclean, but they are holy. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. So, we must teach our children yes. the ramifications yeah, if, 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 if you are unbelieving, if you are raised by an unbelieving mother, God, God help you. God help you. But if you are raised by a believing mother, it's one of the greatest blessings you can have. May God, may God bless all mothers. Amen. May God cause you to become a good mother. Amen. Look, it's the relationship that God is interested in. Yes. Not the age. Yes. So you can be a mother even to your own husband. Yes. Yes. May you become a mother to your, your husband. Amen. That will bring spice. It will bring a different dimension. Yes. You see, you can't change your mother easily. Is that so? So, so if, you, if you do everything for your husband, you're a friend, you're this, but you're not a mother, and somebody starts providing that role, the man will be attracted by just that thing and go to another woman. But may God open our eyes. Amen. Look, motherhood is difficult. I want to end on this note. It's not something that is easy. It is one of the most difficult things you can ever find yourself doing. Preach. Oh yes. Always I say women are strong. When you see the role they giving birth and all the things they have to do. It's not easy. So we want to appreciate all mothers. Amen. Biological mothers, yes. spiritual mothers, mother-in-laws, but not the mother in sin. Yes. As for that one, we won't appreciate them. Never. All kinds of mothers, maybe a mentor as a mother in your workplace. All kinds of, we want to appreciate them. It's not easy to be instructing somebody. It's not easy to be nurturing somebody. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. It's not easy. It's difficult. If you, if you, and if it's not just one, it's not just two, you have more than three, four, oh, it is even more difficult. So this Mother's Day, we want to appreciate anyone whom you are mothering, whether your biological children or any other kind of relationship that is a motherhood relationship with you. 
Want to appreciate them. Amen. Want to appreciate them. Amen. Want to appreciate them. Amen. It's not easy. Yes. We need, they need the grace of God. So, after sharing these things with you, I want you to understand that don't go about trying to bash them. Because it's not easy. It's not easy at all. Yes. I'm telling you. It's not easy. I have found myself in situations whereby I need not only to be a father, but I also have to become a mother. And it's not easy. It's not easy. At all. It's not easy. So, God bless you. All mothers, you know, the nurturing. Ah. Wiping the bomb bomb, changing the nappies and all those, My. you know. One day, I saw a certain mother. Do you know what the mother did? The child was having blocked nose. Do you know what the mother did? The mother put her mouth on the child's nose and sucked the thing out. Suck it out like it was, it was orange juice. And then spit it out. Mercy. Only a mother would do this. Only a mother what? would do this. Only a mother. <laughs> oh yes. It's not easy. It's not easy. So we pray for grace. When you become a when 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 you become a mother, when that relationship of nurturing, comforting, and all those things that we mentioned, when it starts, you need more than just being a woman. If you don't know, you need wisdom. You need wisdom. Yes. You need more than oh, I'm a woman. Not every woman is naturally a mother. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, there are some women. It is like you are living with another man because they don't have that nurturing nature. But when you start being a mother, you need to ask God, I need wisdom. Because in your mother, ask every mother, whether you like it or not, you have become a leader. You are providing leadership. You are providing discipline. You are providing correction. You are providing instruction. Whether you like it or not. And you find yourself, you need to plan things. You need to be able to plan things. You need to be able to and organize your life. In the morning, a good mother, you see that it runs like a clockwork. They prepare some of the things before night. In the morning, if they say, they will do their children's say, whatever. Mm. And it runs like clockwork. Go to a mother who is providing the nurturing, is doing the nurturing all right, but lacks the necessary corresponding wisdom. So it is chaos. Go to their house in the morning, it's like, it is like a, a bomb site. Wow. Chaos. Shouting. Ranting. No organization. Pray for wisdom. God, I need wisdom. I am now providing this nurturing thing. Caring for these ones. I see that they are gifts that you have given to me. Yes. That I must nurture them to your standard, to what you want them to be. Amen. So give me wisdom. Yes. I lack organizational abilities. Give me wisdom. Amen. You know, some of us, some, some of us, we are by nature last minute people. By nature, we procrastinate. Yes. But when you become a mother, you need to now start praying, God, I need wisdom. Because you are dealing with destinies. You Amen. must deal with it in such a way that you can win them yes. properly. Amen. And it takes wisdom. Yes. Being a woman doesn't mean you're a mother. No. Naturally. 
It doesn't work that way. Unless you are providing these things that we are talking about. You should be able to organize your home. Yes. Organize the people whom you are nurturing. Organize things for them. Make things happen for them. Go to any home in the morning. Mommy, where's my socks? From little child to the husband. husband where, where, where did you put? The thing is right in their phone, but we, we, we can't see it. But the mother would say, so, oh, it's here. But when, when a woman hasn't got a mother, a mother in nature, you, you come and see insults. There are some of them that say, hey, hey uh, why? You, are, you not, are you not a grown-up? Go and sort yourself out. Is that how you talk? Is that how you provide comfort? May God help us. Amen. May God help us. Amen. I pray for all the mothers. Amen. Anyone that is providing a motherly role. Yes, Lord. I pray that God will give you divine wisdom. Amen. I pray that God will give you divine grace. Amen. I'm telling you, it's not easy. Yes. It's not easy, crowd. It's not easy to be the person that will clean somebody's vomit. Be the person that will change somebody's nappy. Be the person when they are not happy, they will come to you. When they want somebody to talk to, they will come to you. When they want food, they will come to you. It's not easy. Because you too, as a human being, you have your own personal issues going on. But being a mother means that you, you have the ability, God has given you the grace to put aside the storm in your own life and in your own head. And then deal with the people whom you are nurturing. So when you are in the home, don't, don't rant and vent on the children, the people whom you are supposed to nurture. Don't vent your, your own issues on them. Pray for grace so that you can separate your own life from those whom you are Hallelujah. Amen. Pray for grace. Pray for grace. Doesn't matter what storm is going on in your life. Lord, your grace will cause me to raise these precious gifts. And I'm not just talking about biological children. Even people who are older than you, whom you are nurturing. God, give me grace. And you see, the most difficult one is the grown-ups. At least the children, you can see physically they are children. But grown-ups whom you are mothering. There are some grown-ups, they haven't come to the temp, the place where they should see you as a mother. They, they, that relationship that God has brought into their life, they are not seeing that I must behave like a child with regards to this person. So they are always fighting you. They are always arguing with you. They are always quarreling with you. Mercy. They are always challenging you. Mercy. They are always second guessing you. Mercy. So the grown ups, that, you know, the older ones that you are mothering is difficult. Mm. Very difficult. Somebody that thinks he knows, meanwhile, he doesn't know. He needs you in your life. Pray. God, give me grace. Amen. And then also pray. I hope the pastors are taking note of these prayer points because I'm going to leave it to them to lead the prayer points. Then I'll come for the prayer line. If there's any. 
So, you must take note of these prayer points. You must also pray, God, God, give me grace. Give me grace to overlook the fallings and the failings and the, 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 the mistakes of these older children. Amen. I should put it that way. The people who are nurturing. And one mystery that I found in life is that, do you know even you, in your own biological parents, as you are growing, they nurture you. But when, they grow, when you grow up, you have to nurture them. You have to nurture them. When you come to church, we nurture you. Through the church, you get your breakthroughs. Through the church, you get a job. Through the church, you get marriages. You get contracts. Through the prayers of your parents. But now, it is time for you to nurture the church back. And nurture your parents. And let us also enjoy. What are you doing? We don't see you. You are wicked. And when you treat your parents like that, it's a curse. It's a curse. It's a curse. It is a fact of life. They nurture you. We nurture you know, your parents will nurture you. Take you when you are, look, look at, look at, look at. When you were a baby, you couldn't support your head. This person has make sure he didn't drop you. Kept you, you were sick all this time. Now you have grown up, you say you don't want to know. No, 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 no. Please. Please, you can't do that. In the same way, the mothership, the motherhood that the church has provided for you. When you didn't have anybody. Hey, I remember there was a gentleman that came to us. And this gentleman... Didn't have any place. I think they, I think they, 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 they kicked him out of his place or something like that. And we were in order shot by that time. It was the church that took this guy. We collected all his things. We gave him a place to keep it in. Until he was able to sort himself out. We didn't charge him anything. Do you know, when he, the day this guy sorted himself out, he just told us, no, he just bust us off. Yeah. How can you be so callous and wicked? How can you be so callous and wicked? Don't fall into that trap. Never ever forget. Because God always remembers that relationship, that motherhood that was provided to you, you are supposed to honor it. Say, honor your parents in the Lord. This, do the right thing. And stop practicing wickedness and Amen. selfishness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. May God help us. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. May God help us. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. May God help us. Amen. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That all our relationships we will hold it dear. We will hold it dear. Especially the motherhood relationship, we will hold it dear. I will not take things for granted. 
You will not take things for granted. Correct the error. Yes. Send a message of love to somebody that has been a mother to you. Yes. Send a message of love yes. to, some, to a church that has been a mother, has been there for you. Yes. Even your tight, you don't want to, you have stopped paying by practicing wickedness. It's like you're saying, my parents, thank you, thank you for looking after me. But now in your old age, now that me too, I'm, I, I, can, I am receiving salary, I don't know you. Selfishness. Selfishness is the foundation of all sin. And that sin of selfishness must be broken out. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So wherever you are, I want you to lift up your hands and begin to thank Him. The pastors are going to lead us in two prayer points each.